Alrighty, uh, you recording? Uh, sure. I just clicked it. Three, <clears throat> two, one. Sounded perfect on my end. Alright. Amazing. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. So you had an amazing beginning to your morning, and yet you didn't eat breakfast until noon? Well, <clears throat> not amazing, I'm just saying, like, this was the whole thing that I, I, I'm the worst with these fucking tangents. I can't say. What time I, do you wake up? Uh, it depends. I, I, on the weekend, I like to sleep until nine, but these days I'm waking up a lot earlier, like eight thirty right. probably. I woke up today at eight thirty. And how did you not have breakfast until close to one o'clock? It depends. I, if I, I mean. I knew we were going to do this, um, so that's half of it, I guess, but I also... <laughs> you knew we were going to do this, so you wanted to wait to delay everything so you could have breakfast then. <laughs> well, yeah, because you got to have your morning routine and, and stuff. And my my issue is I had to freaking go to the grocery store because I had to get coffee. I was out of coffee. My whole gripe with, you know doing the nighttime drive last night and getting, you know, like I said, you prepare for, I try to prepare for apocalypse. It's apocalypse weekend. It's like, I just don't want to leave the house if I don't have to. If I leave the house and we plan to leave the house and it's like, oh, we're going to go out to dinner, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Like last weekend we went skiing with Bill and Jenny, which was amazing. And then they took us out to dinner. Was that last weekend? Two weekends ago. Um, because we had to, we had to look at look for look look for we had to look after Ella for the weekend last weekend and dog legs. Okay, okay, that's Marcy. When I'm podcasting, we don't get to we don't get to lick in the face. Okay, all right. Um. So anyway, I try to get everything at the grocery store. But, like, we didn't have milk, and we that's how we got onto the cookie conversation. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway, we didn't have milk, and we didn't have coffee. More importantly, we didn't have coffee. I need coffee. I don't need it, but it's a comfort. It's a great comfort. Sometimes I, you know, I wake up after Kim has left, and I prepare for work. I try to go in a little later so that the dog doesn't spend so much time alone. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I'll wake up probably an maybe not an hour, maybe 45 minutes after Kim has already gotten to work and she's got about a 45 minute commute. So I will do all of my morning things, you know, during the weekday coffee is integral to this routine, you know, it like totally integral. It, yeah. Integral? Integral. Okay, I mean, you know. What's that thing that everyone keeps on saying and it's wrong? I'll think about it. There's a word that everyone keeps on saying wrong. It begins with an A. Oh, applicable. It's applicable. Yeah, it's applicable. Who's Why do, applicable? Fucking everyone I've heard as of late says applicable. I'm like, no, it's not an application. Well, that's not applicable. I, dude, dude. Now that I've applicable. said it, 
fucking Bader Meinhof, you're going to hear it everywhere. <laughs> Frequency illusion, whatever. I'm saying you're going to hear it everywhere now that I've said it. Applicable? Not a thing. I'm sure that the new dictionary of the world on the internet says that both pronunciations are correct, but they just aren't. Do you say bagel or bagel? Uh, people in central New York do say bagel, but I do say bagel because I'm, you know. Cultured? Well, no. I, my parents are from New York City, so. I mean, obviously I'm going to say words right that have to do, you know, that, that link your mind immediately. You think bagels. You think New York. You don't think, ah, the San Francisco bagel. Have you ever had a Montreal bagel? Yeah. Yeah. How how is it? Any good? Yeah, yeah, really good. It's uh it's known as a Montreal spice around here. What? They call it Montreal spice around here. Why? I don't know. That's just fucking what they call it. Does it have like sp- is it is it spiced? Yeah, the concoction of what goes on it is like a predetermined Is it like an everything bagel? In a way, but no, because <clears throat> it has um, it has herbs on it that is in the concoction. It, it presents Wait, itself very much is, like is that, everything. Is that what makes it a Montreal bagel? Yeah, the herbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Uh, unless, I mean, first of all, I had never heard of it before I moved up here, but people do it up here, and I figure we're close to Montreal, so who's going to know about Montreal bagels Oh, so you've never actually been to Montreal and had a bagel there? Oh, no. Oh, right, yeah. that's a thing, too. It, like, it's supposed to be like New York bagels and then Montreal bagels. Oh, you but... mean a Montreal bagel. Oh. Yeah, Sorry. I don't know what I'm... the fuck a Montreal spice is. It sounds like a like a, like a AAA like, softball team or something. <laughs> wow. All right, well, uh, I, I mean... Wow, Marcy's having a bad time here. What is your issue? <laughs> oh my god, are you kidding me right now? We just went outside. Do you want me to let you out and see the squirrels? Get, get, oh, god damn Alright. We're good. She's just gonna bark at things. Anyway, Montreal, you mean like a Montreal style. Like the bagels they make in Montreal. Hold on, I'm gonna Google. Yeah, it. they're like more. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally. They have like a wider know. hole. They're like. I don't know. Oh, so they're probably like just not boiled, right? I don't. I think it has to be boiled to be a bagel. Ah, I didn't know that. Like that's where that's where the that's where the crust comes from. Like if you Google it, you can look at it, and it looks it looks a little thinner. Looks wicked different. Is a distinctive variety of handmade and wood fired baked bagel. But they still boiled in in honey sweetened water, so it's still boiled and baked, which is what, how you make bagels. Looks fucking delicious though. I have not had breakfast yet. Yeah, well, you're three hours back. Yeah, but it's already ten in the morning. I I could go. I I don't need breakfast. I mean, breakfast is great, but wow, Marcy is pissed. Marcy, get me a ball. I'll play, I'll play with a ball while podcasting. Come on. Give me a ball. Anyway. 
speaking of breakfast, do you know what something is in my life that I never had before I met you? Uh, I feel like there's a few things. Oh, there are tons of things, but Frank, there's a, Frank's there's also, Red Hot. Oh, you never had... What? Remember, we were at fucking my house. I made something, and you were like, you got any Frank's? And I was like, what? Frank's what? And you were like, "You, dude, you're kidding, right? And you were so mad. You were, you were <laughs> what did like, you make that I was mad about that we didn't have hot sauce? You were livid that I didn't – you thought I was pretending that I didn't know what Frank's Red Hot was. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you do that too. You act oblivious to something to seem cooler than, you, than everyone else. No, I act ob- oblivious because I think it's hilarious. And see, and see how long I can get people to – Really? The guy might be plowing. The guy might be plowing. She doesn't really like when the, the guy plows. Marcy, this is bad radio. <laughs> bad Episode radio. Name. Episode <laughs> two, bad radio. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, Frank's Red Hot is like one of those things, and. I don't. And, I mean, and kiwis, right? You never had a kiwi before. Yeah, but I knew what kiwis were. I just never had had one. I, I, you know, yeah, the kiwi thing was weird because you were like, "You're gonna love it. We're getting you kiwis," and I was like, "No," because I don't like tropical fruits a lot of times. Does coconut count as a fruit? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I hate. I don't, I don't like coconut. No, coconut's gross. I'll, I'll I'll use coconut water, but I'm not gonna drink coconut water straight. But I'll use it in like a shake or something. Oh yeah, so we're the same in that sense. I mean, maybe I won't use it in a shake, but I'll use it in like Indian food. Well, coconut milk. Right, right, right. But that's still coconut, isn't it? Yeah. No, but I was saying coconut water. Oh. I can't. I can't drink. It's it tastes disgusting to me, but it's a good base if you're just like blending shit up. Yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, I... Coconut milk's a good substitute for dairy, too, so... Oh. Wait, are you lactose intolerant? I'm not good with lactose. Right. Hmm. That should... That should should be a thing we list. All the things that we thought when we were kids, like, we didn't know what the things were, and you just... Do you ever, like, have those things that you have, like, a list of all the stuff that, like... 10 years later, you listen to something or you read something and you're like, oh, that's what that fucking meant. And then you never thought about it. Like lactose is one of those words for me. I never, never knew what people were fucking saying. What? How, why? What? I, I don't know. It's like one of those like things. Just when someone said they were lactose intolerant, you didn't understand it? Yes. It sounds like L-A-C-K space T-O-A-S-T space A-N-D space T-O-L- E R A N T. Oh, so you had a complete inability to comprehend those two words, and you thought it was something completely different. Yes, lactose and tolerant. Uh, it's like your dad with beehive line. Oh, but but make a beehive is a great. <laughs> let's let's make a beehive, and we looked at him and we thought, okay, I know what he's trying to say, because it's that's all contextual, but. I'm... I'm trying to think. I, I can't think of anything that I completely. There's so much stuff. I mean, here's here's another one. I was listening to a song the other night and singing the lyrics to it. And you know what word they use in the song 
that I always thought, man, is that what they're really saying? Like, I don't know what that means. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a deuce. (laughs) (laughs) You thought he was saying douche. Everyone thought he was saying douche. (laughs) Everyone. (laughs) Wrapped up like a douche. <laughs> I guess I don't really sing that song out loud or think everyone about it. sings that song no. out loud. No. Wrapped up like a douche. Another runner in the night. Uh, is that what he says? Another runner in the night? I don't know. I think it's actually about cars and engines or something like that. Uh, just like Red Barchetta. Mhm. Exactly like Red Barchetta. <laughs> You just said that like uh, like the Italian cooking lady. Oh, yeah. Giada. Yeah. Giada De Laurentiis. Oh, man. God bless. Did she die? No. Oh, all right. I'm a big, big fan of her, that's all. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Manfred Mann. I don't, I don't know what that is. It's the guy who sings Blinded by the Light. Oh, Rev, revved up like a deuce, another runner in the night. So it's revved up like a like a deuce, like a some sort of car is a, a deuce. There's a car that's called a deuce, or like the engine is a deuce. Oh, okay, right, like a two liter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> revved up just like a two liter engine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like the easier thing to say. Rev, revved up like a douche. Uh, well, it just like my sister on uh, what America riding through the desert or whatever it is, she always thought they were saying uh, riding through a desert on a horse with no legs. Oh man! But they're saying a horse with no name. Oh my god, that's awful. You know that song's only two chords. I did not know that. It's only two chords. It's E minor and then some, like, suspended thing. That's another chord. I don't, I don't remember. All right. Anyway. Frank's I Red. Like Frank's Red as well. Hot. Oh, Frank's Red Hot is what I was talking about. But, oh, okay. But no, that's, Frank's Red Hot's that's delicious. One of, it's one of those fucking things that now, since you've introduced it to me, I have Frank's Red Hot in the house all the time now. It's a staple. Like, that's the thing, though. Out here, it's like, you don't see a lot of Frank's Red Hot. Like, you're going to get it at groceries and stuff, but everyone has uh, Cholula. Oh, yeah, the one with the wooden top? Yeah. I, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't really like Cholula. No, they make a... No. And yeah. Sriracha's good as a sauce for stuff, but it's not hot sauce. Like, it's no. so distinctly Sriracha, it's right. very specific what you can use it on. Right. Remember when I got Bill calling at Sriracha? No. Oh. What? I used to call it Siriachi. Why did you do that? I don't know. It's just funnier. <laughs> Everything I do is for me. Everything I say, only for me. Uh-huh. Well, as long as you're getting enjoyment from it. That's the whole point. Anyway, so I went down to get fucking coffee and milk, and I made the mistake... Of going to the grocery store in town, the market in town, 
the town I live in, technically. Then I went to the gas station because they didn't have the... Hold on, hold on. Uh, one sec. I'm just reading more of Manfred Mann's lyrics. Oh, God. So after the whole, like, 17 re- like recalls of, like, a deuce, he goes, Some silicone, sis- silicone sister with a manager mister told me I go... I got what it takes. She said, I'll turn you on, Sonny, to something strong. Play the song with the funky break. And go-kart Mozart was checking out the weather chart to see if it was safe outside. And little early Pearly came by in his curly whirly and asked me if I needed a ride. Asked me if I needed a ride. What is he talking about? I... Is, that, is that how people spoke back in the 70s? No. Is that that's not a seventies song, isn't that an early eighties song? Some brimstone baritone anti-cyclone rolling stone preacher from the east says dethrone the dictaphone, hit it in the in its funny bone, that's where they expect it least. I think and this so, this and is some new moan chaperone was standing in the corner watching the young girls dance, <laughs> and some fresh sewn moonstone was messing with his frozen zone <laughs> reminding him of romance the calliope crashed to the ground <laughs> what is going on this is first of all this is the worst radio okay second of all <laughs> what me atonally speaking the lyrics to a song from the 70s which is even better because and you're right it's 76 i thought the song was much later than that there's um, no way that would have survived in the 80s God. No, that song is it's not a good song. It's a great song. No, it's not. It's 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 a good it's like that like you got Black Betty. It's just like good if you don't look into the lyrics too much. What's Black Betty about? Well, I don't know. I I just feel like it's racist. Oh. By Ram Jam. I feel like I feel like Black No, Black Betty's probably Ooh, Black Betty. It's Ram probably Ram. that's probably about like drugs or something. Oh, you think it's like like uh like little uh like uh like pills? Like phetamines? No, I think it's about heroin. Just off Whoa, the Black Betty, bam balam. Oh my god. Whoa, Black Betty, bam balam. Black Betty had a child, bam balam. <laughs> the damn thing gone wild, bam balam. <laughs> Said it weren't none of mine, Bambalam. The damn thing gone blind, Bambalam. I said, Oh Black Betty, Bambalam. Whoa Black Betty, Bambalam. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out the rest of the ba- Black Betty Bambalams because there's so many of them. Oh my God. She really gets me high. You know that's no lie. She's so rock steady, and she's always ready. She's from Birmingham, way down Alabama. Well, she's shaken that thing. I mean, it should be thang, but I guess we didn't have that yet. No. Boy, she makes me sing. That's it. Everything else is just woe or woe. I owe Black Eddie. Okay, so you're you're right. It's it's about it's a yeah. It's racist. Oh, but it was originally by Lead Belly, so I guess Ram Jam stole it from Lead Belly. What's Lead Belly? Isn't he like an old timey blues musician? I bet. Oh, really? Lead Belly. I bet that's how he talks. Name's Lead Belly. Oh, folk and blues ma- magician. Oh, all Huddle, right. Huddle William Ledbetter. That's amazing. His picture is him with an accordion. 
I kind of want to hear his version of Black Betty now. Oh my god. Well, you can you can close the show with Lead Belly. Oh, perfect. By by him. But by, by All right. That's uh, ridiculous. Oh, hold on. R2 got a box. I have to get away from her. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just throwing balls for my dog. This is Wow. This is far worse than last time. All right, you were saying before I got on my classic rock rant. uh... Oh, I was just saying how the song that I listened to had a lyric in it that I always sang as a kid, normal word, okay? Mm -hmm. But I didn't understand the context. And it's, um, it's, it's Elton John's The Ballad of Danny Bailey from the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album. And he says, without Danny Bailey, we're going to have to break up our stills. I never knew what that fucking meant as a kid. Because you didn't know what a still was. I didn't know what a fucking still was. Yeah, that makes sense. How about that? So, yeah. but, but the thing is, this happened like this week I was listening to this song and I, I've, I've definitely listened to the song within the time period that I've been, you know, a distiller and then not a distiller anymore and it just dawned on me this fucking week that's that stuff like that properly like blows my mind and then it just changes the way you look at everything yeah i mean that's an entire like that context now makes so much sense whereas before i just kind of shrugged it off and thought i don't know it's probably a british thing because it, it, because I don't know what it is. It's right. got to be a British thing. Exactly. Like, uh, like you know, Paul McCartney saying, the banker never wears a Mac. I don't know what that is. You know. What does that mean? It's a... I, I don't remember. I think it's a raincoat. Um, the banker never wears a Mac in the pouring rain. Uh, Very strange. But again, I don't know what a Mac is. So it's what like... What song is that? Penny Lane. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's just like things like that. I you know, I, you know, I just always kind of take it with uh, it. It goes within the the art kind of window. Like it's it's acceptable art because a lot of times you're trying to say things like you know poetically rather than functionally. It's not you know meant to be. Do you put because is. Music-wise, there's, like, the school of thought that, like, lyrics have substance, and then there's a, the school of thought that, like, it they're just words that are going to the music, and the music is the important part. Isn't that, like, a thing? I mean, totally. I mean, they're different. So do you, do you put a lot of stock in lyrics, or do you think they're just, like, a vehicle to carry the rhythm? Depends on the artist entirely. Uh, so, I mean, so, from, from, a, from a listener, does it matter to you? Totally. Yeah, I mean, uh, it matters to me both ways, but I, I, I have the ability to see it both ways. You know, um, Sigur Rós is a fantastic example. They do some of their albums in Icelandic, some of their albums are in gibberish Icelandic. Mm-hmm. Full blown, he just does sounds that he made up that are basically based on Icelandic sounds. So. And he calls it something entirely different 
he calls it Hopelandic. So it's like he does albums that have lyrics and he does albums that and I've listened to I I was I used to be really into a lot of bands that were more ambient, more about uh the, the music itself. I do love I tend to love instrumental stuff that does not contain lyrics. Um I think maybe because my childhood was probably pretty heavy on the lyrics. Um you know, growing up listening to music and classic rock and stuff like that, but um Ram Jam. <laughs> Ram Jam. Which now that you told me that's a cover, that totally makes sense. Um Well, it's probably not a cover, it's probably just straight up stolen, like Led Zeppelin's catalog and Rolling Stones catalog. <laughs> <laughs> so Elvis. <laughs> Elvis. But like um like Mogwai is a good example um of a band that focuses heavily Can on... I ask you do you know what Mogwai is? Like what it is as a word? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where it comes from? I don't know where it comes from. Where wait well how do you know it's a what do you know it is as a word? Isn't it just like um it, oh god, now I'm going to have to fucking remember this without googling it. Um I, I only ask this, and I'm going to clarify for anyone who may be listening, because while Lopez knows a lot about music, I don't th- he doesn't have a great history with pop culture things. No. Okay, so it's like, it's supposed to be like a, it's like either a ghoul or like an, uh, uh, I'm nope. thinking, stop. There's no, there was Let- no movie called Ghouls. <laughs> Is there a movie called Mogwai? No, but there's a movie who... So, okay, so you're, it's like, um, Jesus, it's like some sort of creature of some sort that is like, not necessarily ghoulish, but like, uh, I'm thinking like a gnome or something (laughs) or no, am I right? You're, 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 you're around it. You're shooting around the target there. You're close. That's fine. That's all I need to be for. Like, I don't need to know that word necessarily. Like. Well, I understand, but, like, that's the thing, like, similar to what you were saying before about hearing a lyric and then understanding what stills were, finally. Right. You're you're listening to a band and talking about a band with right. a name that that carries a connotation and a memory mm-hmm. and, like, an understanding for me that's completely different, because I don't really know their catalog. I, I think I have it on my iTunes because I took your iTunes library <laughs> at that point. But that's amazing. I, would, I wouldn't know a song that's playing by them. Right. But the name is reminiscent for me because it's the name of of what Gizmo in in uh the creature that is in Gremlins is. It's a Mogwai. So they refer to it as a Mogwai before they name him Gizmo. And I watched Gremlins growing up because I'm a child of the '80s. So that's weird. Two completely different, uh, I guess. Oh man. All right, well, now you have to... Politics of location type shit. Well, there you go. Now you have to start the show with Mogwai. Um, Or or I can just start it with the whistle song from the Gremlins movie. Oh, God, stop it. Okay. So, (laughs) is that the movie you told me I have to watch someday? No. When would I have ever told you to watch Gremlins? Is that Goonies? I mean, you haven't seen Goonies either, but, like, you don't have to, like... I don't know if any of that shit's going to... 
be worth it for you since you're not a child and it's 30 years ago now. Well, that makes sense because 30 years ago I was zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm saying, like, I don't know if it translates that well. Oh, where, I mean... Where I, there are other movies that are probably even older that transcend even better. I bet I bet nothing translates well for me in terms of that, that kind of context stuff. It's like... I'm I'm an old person when it comes to, you know, movies like that. I only want to watch, like, rewatch a movie I know because it's not any work for me. Right. Like I, you don't I, have to think at all. Yeah. I I mean I'm totally a shitty, non-changing old person when it comes to that stuff. I don't want to watch a new movie, ever, for any reason. Um. But getting back to the music thing, just you know, to kind of close that out, the the. I understand ambient kind of stuff. I've listened to a lot of music that is just lyrical. Um, sorry, not lyrical. Just just melodic. But you're adding lyrics in to as an instrument almost. Really not, you know, they go with the flow of the music. They're really not for the the lyrics themselves. It's not based on, you know having great lyrics that are life-changing and understanding that's where like you get into i mean that's why i like that's why i like elton john because bernie Taupin lyrics are not that at all just like pink floyd you you have things that are very very deliberate and intentional lyrically words that you know you know the music is basically kind of there to it's like you know they're they're there to guide each other. You know one yeah. is one is a pilot for the other. I guess so. I like both. I listen to both. I my I I think my own my own music a lot of times tends to be probably more about the lyrics and less about the music. Mm-hmm. Um, just because that's who I am. The things that I like to express often. Sh- I guess they they show themselves first in writing and then secondarily in music um you know so i and it happens either way like if you're writing something you have music in your mind or you have you know words in your mind i don't usually they don't ever come together very rarely do i do both together um but it's i don't know it's that's a very I could talk forever about that because there's so much to say about it. Um, but what I want to tell you before I forget is that I fixed my refrigerator this week. And I'm what so pumped. Uh, it wasn't like get- No. <laughs> it wasn't getting cold enough. So I put a thermometer inside it in both the freezer and the fridge part to kind of figure out what temperature it was getting to. Mm-hmm. And I guess I probably should have looked this up online, but I don't know what the proper temperatures of a fridge and freezer should be. I just remember that at our last apartment, we had a fridge that told you what the temperature was inside. Like, because that's a way better indication than like, one through five or one through six on a dial, you know, I, I hate that that's the system. Like 
I really like the the digital fridge that we used to have that just tells you your freezer is at negative one or your freezer at Fahrenheit or your freezer is at two degrees or something like that. You know, that that helps me a lot more than, you know. So and I think our fridge used to be at like. In my mind, the fridge was like just above freezing, like 38, 37. And then the freezer was at like, you know, single digits cold. Mm -hmm. And when I put the temperature gauge in this fridge, it was 46 degrees for the fridge and 31 degrees for the freezer. So... Needless to say, we hadn't really noticed it except for Kim got ice cream or someone brought us ice cream pretty recently, I think. We had, like, people over and they brought, like, a big thing of ice cream. And the ice cream we took out of the freezer, it was just fucking soup. Yeah. So it was just ice cream soup. And I tried to eat it and it was gross. And I thought, all right, well, that's weird. And then progressively like our ice cubes would take like three or four days to freeze why don't you just put everything outside in a snowbank that's what i did i started putting i put a couple things outside you know so it's just like because i mean it was fucking it was negative two last night fahrenheit so i mean there you go it's been cold problem solved (laughs) right i mean and i but i also hooked up my um my college fridge downstairs for a beer fridge and we've been putting things like ice cream and whatever in the in the fake freezer down Why there. Why do you have so much ice cream? Kim likes ice cream and I don't like ice cream. So like she got like a recently got like a like a small pack of like fudge popsicles cuz she knows that like uh, Wait wait wait. You call them fudge popsicles? What? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know which one she got. I don't know anything about fudge popsicles. Don't call them fudge pop. Like I don't. I don't have. I don't like fudge fudgesicles. I don't like them. I. I'm pretty sure I don't think I've ever had them. It just doesn't sound good to me. I but can't. I can't. You're say- calling them by a completely like like English as a second language. Fudge popsicles. <laughs> And that really bothers me because there's a clear word. It's like if I asked you for a Band-Aid and you didn't know what I was saying and you're like, oh, an adhesive strip or something like that. Just, uh, I, I mean, what, I, I, what's, what's my I, – I can't – I don't eat the stuff. So, But you've seen the box. I'm sure it's – in. what does Kim call it? Uh, Does Kim call them fudgesicles? No, she'll say something like, "I'm." She, she's actually really cute about it. She'll be like, "I got myself a treat," and that's what that's all she'll say. She won't say what the treat is. She'll just be like, "I'm gonna go have my treat now. You won't like it." So <laughs> that's it. Oh she my like, god, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she doesn't call it by what it is. So without her doing that um you know and then if i press and i'm like well what is it she'll be like don't worry it's ice cream i'll be like all right not interested you don't like any ice cream 
No, I do. I just don't. Do you like Sherbert? Uh, not really. You like um, sorbet? Yeah, no, not really. Um, Popsicles? No, definitely not. Ice cream sandwiches. Yes, those are those good. Those are cookies with uh Yeah, those are fucking great. Right. I chip like witch? You like a oh, chip witch? Chip witch is like top tier. That stuff's amazing. Okay. But like I it's not like I don't like ice cream. Didn't we used to go to what Emac and Bolios in Albany? Yeah. Alright. There you go. Right. I, I'm not saying I I just here's the thing. There are in so, the web of lies. There are so many things in the world that like I can enjoy in the right context. Like in Vermont, we have creamies. Oh. <laughs> I've still never had one, and it is the worst name. You had maybe, a br- maybe second to Fudge Popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have a Fudge Popsicle. <laughs> but you had you had a you had a breakfast buddy, and that was delicious. Yeah, I, I eat those nonstop. It's it's a classic, delicious taste, and it can only be bought at that one store. <laughs> the the thing about ice cream and me is that or that's or, your biography title by the way <laughs> <laughs> there are there are many things i feel this way about in life i think there are a lot of things that i just could do without it's very <laughs> <laughs> Like I don't like I don't need them to function. I never think about, you know, doing things or like uh, of this lot of shit in my life, you know, or in life, I should say. There are so many things that either I, I just I I wouldn't ever cared I wouldn't care if they didn't exist at all. Like ice cream's one of those things. It's not something that I find refreshing. It's it's good. Good ice cream's very good. Um and Kim doesn't eat or doesn't really like regular cake. So I've taken to making ice cream cakes for her for uh, her birthday every year. So you make ice cream cakes? Yeah. How the fuck do you do that? It's fucking awesome, actually. You just basically it's time intense because you have to freeze each layer. But right. what, you, what you do is you just make a base layer of like ice cream or whatever you let it melt a little bit outside. where do you buy those chocolatey crumbles that's oh, the you, best part you make them like i i make the fucking i'll use like i'll get a package of oreos and do that as a layer uh you can use graham cracker as a layer in between you could use it sky's the limit it's your imagination basically at pl- in play it's fucking awesome you just think <laughs> i'm gonna make a fucking you know uh yeah, it's it's amazing. You could use a fucking layer of, uh, you know, f- smashed up Chips Ahoy chips if you want to. You just, just do just just the chips from Chips Ahoy. <laughs> no, the chi- you're chipping up a cookie into chips. It's being chipped. Well, you already said smashed though. Whatever, you're killing me. <laughs> yeah, I'm killing you. <laughs> so, anyway, then you you freeze. The, Sky's the limit of your imagination. With you freeze. Ice cream cake. You freeze the layer. <laughs> you you got to let it freeze for 24 hours. You pull it out the next day. You you you've put a layer of like wax paper paper or parchment paper on top of that layer. Push down to to basically you know keep it from freezer burn and shit. 
you lift it up and you go and do your next layer of melted ice cream and whatever other layer of hard thing you want him to be in between. Um, so with, with doing the, with, the ima- with the amount of fudge popsicles and ice cream <laughs> cakes that you're making on a daily basis, this this broken refrigerator is a real problem for you. Huh? It's a fucking huge problem to have a broken refrigerator, <laughs> mostly because I make coffee ice cubes, and and coffee ice cubes do take more energy to freeze than just regular water ice cubes, because whatever physics. Oh yeah, <laughs> just. You know physics and shit. I I should we should have like a a resident like um just a resident genius so we can ask them questions. It's in- called internet. No, I'd rather ask a person, even if that person's googling it in the background. <laughs> there's no there's no Google article for what temperature. I'm gonna do it right now. What temperature? Does coffee freeze at? No, that does exist. Everything has been asked before. Does what water is the freeze f- faster than coffee? Yeah, no. Yes, is the answer. Sorry. I'm reading this thing. Uh, this is already there. way too much for me. I don't care. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably because you've introduced more particulate from the coffee grounds in there. Even if they're not like physically able to touch those grounds, it still separates liquid from becoming solid more. Uh, uh, so it's more difficult. Yeah. Anytime you change, anytime you change water by adding another thing into it, even if it's just roasted coffee beans that that are then you you pour water through and it's taking out that piece of it you're changing the water effectively just like brewing beer just like anything like that you're changing the water so that it has more shit in it it's the same thing with um uh, i guess that's a bad example um i was going to say soda but soda in a can would be like under pressure and because it's under pressure ding, 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 ding. it freezes at a lower temperature you ever have that happen to you where you open up like a carbonated beverage in and it's frozen and it, and it shoots and it, out no it freezes instantly upon cracking the oh, can yeah where yeah where it fizzes and then freezes out yeah oh i've had it so that it freezes instantly like a fucking solid brick oh well like there, I've had it before where, like, I left, like, it, it was in a fridge or something that was too cold. Yeah. And you open it, and as soon as you open it and the the uh, carbon bo- carbon dioxide, whatever, the carbonated bubbles yeah. start shooting out, it starts freezing, like, flash freezing. Right. So it becomes, like, a slushy. Yeah. Yeah, that happens with beer a lot, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, your fridge is pretty important to you is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even tell you the best part about the whole thing. That's the whole point of this whole thing. So I thought, you know, we probably should tell the landlord, blah, blah, blah. Kim goes in. This is – I haven't really thought much of it at this point. I'm, you know, just thinking about it. She goes in tells her coworker, um, who's, like, fucking amazing. She's, you know, a mom – 
and a grandmother actually at this point, but everyone in Vermont is a grandmother by the by age forty. It's like a rule. Um I was gonna let you comment on that, but I guess you have nothing to say to that. What was it? <laughs> Sorry. I said that I said that in Vermont all all women are grandmothers by forty. Jeez. Uh, um But anyway, she told Kim, well you gotta vacuum try to vacuum out and clean the back of the fridge out oh yeah and so i thought man that's that's totally brilliant that's to that has to be it because it's not like it's broken it's just that it's getting it's getting warmer yeah it's not yeah. getting as cold as it can get and i thought god she's totally freaking right so we took that thing out and this is that thing where now i'm excited about doing something and i'm about to like do something as best as I could possibly do it. And all Kim wants to do is just do it quickly and get it over with. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm basically like, go away because I'm going to take 45 minutes to an hour doing this and I'm going to do it perfectly. So I don't have to do it again. I don't want to have to do it again while we're living at this place. Right. You know? And so do it, it right once it took me an hour. It took forever, but the, entire um the coils um jesus what the fuck are those called anyway the 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 coils the cooling elements yeah effectively yeah that's exactly what they are so so those the, the the coils that are down there were fucking just disgusting i mean there was 11 years of dust and grime and kitchen garbage all over and it was dried out too it was just yeah. like it was not good like that's disgusting oh just the grossest if cool air wasn't flowing through those elements um or like air that you're trying to cool off or whatever i don't even know that that's a fire hazard in some in some way shape or form there's fucking electrical components down there you ever heard of a house burning down from a fridge, fridge fire uh, well, I mean, from like the, the isn't there? A, I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> anyway, I, I would imagine it's a pretty common thing. Probably less so with newer fridges and standards and whatnot. Yeah. Fridge regulation. Anyway, I looked up this fridge, and this fridge is a 2006 fridge. So, you know. I figure 11 years is, I don't know, maybe that's normal, but. Yeah, I mean, they're going to break down eventually. But hopefully, hopefully. I don't, we... know, I don't know a whole lot about fridge, so I'm just like, uh, I'm just speculating on any conversation I have about fridge maintenance. <laughs> here's so... a, here's another one of those those details that's weird about me. This is the same thing we were talking about before. I don't. That fridge wouldn't cost me any money. My my landlord would fit would replace that fridge, right? Right. And he would replace that fridge probably without thinking about it. He would just right. be like, oh, "I'll just fucking replace it." I don't want to spend my landlord's money on replacing a fridge because even though that's free money to me, that doesn't seem to make sense because it's not something that I would do myself. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, I'm I'm 
in the same vein, I don't like calling my landlord for anything, even though I rent. I, I like to fix things myself. Right. So, like, I figured out, like, when my garbage disposal, which I've never really had before, mm-hmm. but this place has it, it's gone on me twice, and the hassle of trying to, like, I would have to submit a work order to them, and I would have to wait for them, and I would have to take the dogs off the property, and, like, they would have to come in, and there'd be a plumber here, and they'd be like in my shit and just like I it's it was too much so I just kind of winged it and was able to disconnect the disposal without losing any fingers clean it out plugged it back in and it works like a charm I've done that twice now over the past three years so so like if it's something that I can fix on my own I'd much rather do it even if it's something that that the maintenance or land like even if it wouldn't cost me anything it's still like out of convenience for my time I don't want to deal with people Oh, absolutely. There's, there's just, and I guess that gets back to the, that's like a normal business practice thing. You, you do things, maybe, maybe that's what drives it internally for us. And we're not even, you just, we just automatically process stuff like that. I, in some way, the, there are so many things that I fixed in this place already mm-hmm. that would have cost my landlord so much money. Now in contrast to that there are also some things that we've destroyed that we will need to at least help replace before we leave mostly marcy's you know ruined a couple things notably wood trim but it's all shitty wood trim anyway um the one of my biggest fixes is the the outside lights didn't work at all um, when I got here and one of my really good friends, the guy who works on my Volkswagens, um, Zach, he is actually a trained electrician as well because fucking Vermont is the land of every single person does like six things perfectly. Um, so he's also an electrician. So I asked him, I was like, yo, do you think you can like teach me how to do this so I don't kill myself or this and that and whatever? And he's like, yeah, he's like, actually, I'll just do it. And he went down to his car, like walked the, you know, 20 feet to his car, opened up his trunk. He had his electrician shit on him, you know, had one of those little things that shows when a wire is live. Um, held it up to the thing. He's like, turn on the switch. And he's like, all right, so this is live. Let's go show off the box. We did it, and he rerouted. What was happening is it was broken because it was the um, the motion sensor was broken. He's like, I can just loop this out and take out the motion sensor and just have it be a switch on and off. And I said, yes, please. That's exactly what this should have been from the get-go. I don't ever want a fucking random ass motion sensor on this thing we're in the middle of the woods and big bang boom now i have the brightest motherfucking led lights out there for uh you know i don't know safety or whatever so living the dream i know i love i love i'm so fucking obsessed with leds they're so why? good. I said I'm so obsessed with LED. I said why? Oh, why? Well, I, I mean, don't know. 
They're awesome. They're awesome. They're just lights, man. I know, but they're so uh, now that they've gotten to the point where you know we went from incandescent bulb to um, you know the fucking compact compact fluorescence, and compact fluorescence were not making anything better. You know, if you're going to be in a room for more than ten minutes, after that ten minute mark, it would be bright enough to do something. Right. It took forever to like heat up or whatever. Yeah, to get to temperature. Um which like whatever. I I I mean the whole point of that was to consume less energy, right? Now that we've gotten to the point where LEDs can be pretty much any color temperature on the spectrum, I think, uh of visible light. You, you get to this point where you can have your daylight, nice, bright, white lights outside and your soft whites inside and they come up to the proper light um, brightness instantly. You know, you're using a fraction of the electricity that you would use um, uh, if it were an incandescent bulb. There are all these, there's, you know, there's not the whole resistance within the um, filament thing. There's so much cool stuff about LEDs. Um, I I don't know. I I just like the idea that you're using a fraction of the energy and you can still run, you know, the same number of lights as you, you know, did before. It really does. um... Oh, and here's the other thing, because I live in Vermont. The... Uh, government of Vermont subsidizes the absolute shit out of light bulbs. So each of those LED light bulbs are as little as like two bucks. So it makes sense for you to outfit your entire house with LEDs. I there are a bunch of other things that I wish they would do in conjunction. I wish Efficiency Vermont would also do like incentives for solar that made sense, but a lot of the places that do solar incentives don't buy back excess power so it doesn't benefit like the end user who has the solar to be more efficient so people aren't it really that that really does bother me um i feel like we should just be trying to consume less energy as an entire nation and that's not a thing that seems to cross anyone's mind at all you know so I, I, I don't know. That bothers me. Also, that's one of your grievances. That's one of my grievances. Oh, <laughs> I gotta write that down. Oh, wow. Wow.